Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We are in the Florida Keys for the 20-year anniversary of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove. And literally, I'm on the lost continent with Captain Slate and Captain Slate's Atlantis Dive Center. I just got to dive the Spiegel Grove with him. How are you doing, Slate? Wasn't that a great dive? It was fantastic, beautiful, calm waters with no current. And what do you think, 100 foot of viz? It was really beautiful. At least, yeah. We, we saw a Caribbean reef shark. We saw a bunch of barracuda. And of course, we saw the Spiegel Grove. It's encrusted with all kinds of critters. It's been a long time since I've been able to dive that wreck. And uh, it's sitting upright. It's just looking majestic as ever. As soon as you, you know, go down the descent line, the first thing you see is the American flag. I love it. Yep. It's right there at the back of the boat and in the old the little wheelhouse guys that ran the crane, a crane house, because it's LSD, and just a beautiful wreck. We just had a ball fish everywhere. I didn't see my big uh, Goliath grouper this time. I don't know where, where he's hiding. So they got a resident Goliath grouper. Have you got a name for him uh, or her or no? I call him Smo- Smokey, just because he's, he's that color. Okay, well, fair he's enough. A big boy. All right, well, we, uh, you know, we miss Smokey, but we saw all this other stuff. And uh, yeah, the conditions couldn't be better. It's almost like uh it's almost like pool uh surface uh, weather you know it's it's crazy it's uh, glassy right now and Lake. no current and how rare is that for this site well i won't say it's rare but this fall this spring it's been rare because yeah. of the weather we've had nothing but wind in march and april it sure is nice to get out here when it's not windy right now uh we, i i actually got to dive with captain slate as my dive buddy in 25 years that, that is i don't think i don't know if that's even happened before i've been on the boat with you i don't think well we know we've dove together yeah, what we, am i talking about yeah feet. yeah we did my first dive after my open heart surgery yeah. I did it with Captain Slate, and he was doing a special crit, uh, critter feeder uh, thing with us. But we just went down, no cameras, no nothing, just kind of kicked back and, and so- soaked in the uh, experience. And it was really special for you in particular, right? Because literally, the dive we're doing right now is the exact day of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove. Is that right? Exactly. 20 years ago today, May 17th, is the sinking. And, uh, of course, it, it didn't go as planned, but we eventually... Our a great uh, man in the sky sent Hurricane Dennis along in 2010. Uh, no, two th- uh, three, four, five, six. No, wait a minute. We'll go with that. Oh, you, three, you know, oh we're divers. We're not. We're yeah, not mathematicians. July the tenth. <laughs> set her upright. Yeah. Now CJ just came up out of the water. He just poured water down my back. <laughs> you son of a. 
How are you? I'm great, man. That was a super fun dive. Yeah. So oh yeah, God. yeah. So CJ uh, Dennis. Uh, speaking of Hurricane Dennis, we got yeah, Dennis Hurricane on the boat Dennis with it. it right? Yeah, yeah. He's on the boat. He just came up with, along with Jerry, the diver guy, and they just did the Spiegel Grove. They were the second group. Captain Slate and I were the first. So did we scare all the critters away, or what'd you see? You see this big stupid grin on my face? Yeah, I, I see won't that. Be able to wipe off for yeah, a couple yeah. of days. Did you see the shark? I didn't see the shark, but I saw a bunch of barracuda and I saw a uh, grouper and uh, just tons of fish. And, and then just, there's this whole big wreck thing down there. Isn't one it? word: massive. Yes, yep. yes. But I saw the flag. Yeah, Checked isn't that out cool? Some cranes. You know, we just. It's, I mean, a, it's a great it's awesome. dive. I can see it. Uh, he's glowing, uh, awesome. Cam Slate. That means he, yeah, he, he uh, just had a great happened. dive. That's what that means. Well, when we sunk her in 2002, it was the biggest ship sunk for diving. Now, it, she's been surpassed by 10 feet with a well, right. with a Vandenberg. Vandenberg. And then, of course, and the Ariscany came out, came right? Came out 888 feet, so she got surpassed. But still the most dove wreck in the world because it's so located perfectly in the Keys, in the upper Keys. Right. And and that was great. It was a great dive for sure. As I understand it, the third largest artificial reef in the right. world. Uh, wait, is that right? Yeah, just yeah. The, about this that? one, third, and then Vandenberg is literally beats about ten feet, and the Oriskany is eight hundred eight. Uh, how, how did you know this, uh, CJ? Uh, I'm smart. He, he read. <laughs> he he uh, he knows this thing called the intranet or interwebs. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Right, uh, Callahan, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, she was our dive guide for the second group. So, where did you keep them in line, or were they a little rough around the edges? Oh, they kept them in line. Yeah. They were good. Yeah. Okay, so they were a little rough around the edges, but you you herded the cats and made them uh, enjoy the dive. Appreciate that, Callahan. What do you think, Dennis? What'd you see? Oh, it was great. Uh, lots of big fish. Um, actually, finally got to take a good close look at the plaque that they have installed at the wheelhouse. They've actually put a wire brush down there so the divers can keep it clear so everybody can actually read it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it literally went down yesterday, I guess, and they, they bolted it uh, to the wreck just yesterday. Now, uh, we're taping the show, and uh, we're a little bit behind. You're hearing this a couple weeks later. It is May 17th, the actual anniversary of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove, and literally yesterday, uh, that plaque and, and Captain Slate and Sky, his daughter on there, I think maybe even Hunter, I don't know, but he, but he was touching and I was sitting there, and I could see him. I could almost see him kind of welling up. He, he was filled with emotion when he was... Uh, uh, you know, looking at the plaque and, and just diving the whole thing. And that was quite a treat for me just to be with him. You hear what I'm saying, Dennis? I do. And, you know, we had the pleasure of being able to ride out on the boat with Captain Slate and got to hear firsthand the story of the sinking and how much involvement there was of him. I mean, it was what nine years of his life was put into this project. And so for him to be able to see that and now come back 20 years later and put that commemorative plaque in there, he deserves to have his name on that ship. Well, there's no doubt about that. And, and am I correct that were you feeling a little emotional on that dive? Yeah, yeah. To see the plaque put up. They get the uh, Speaker Grove Society gave it to me uh, probably ten years ago to put on there, and we just kept it in the museum. And then we put it down yesterday for them, and it's all the sailors' names scratched, etched in on the plaque, and a nice saying thanking all of us for doing what we did to sink the ship, and it lives forever, and they love that. Well, we're going to be uh, at an event where they're going to bring everybody together, and we're going to be doing some radio show from there. You're going to hear from some of these folks like Captain Slate and some of the others that were paramount in bringing the Spiegel Grove to Key Largo and getting it underwater for all the divers around the world to enjoy, like Jerry the Diver Guy. 
who was down there. So what'd you think, Jerry? What's going on? Yeah. Another beautiful dive. Another beautiful dive, but this one was special. You got to be on the boat with Captain Slate, dive the Spiegel Grove. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? You know, I've been diving with this man for 25 years. Yeah. There you Good go. Friend. And he still let you on the boat. I still let him on the boat. He still lets me on. I had to bring you some spring water every now and then yeah, to get well, there's a that. little bribery get you somewhere. Right, right. But what about that dive? What'd you see? The old girl is still looking magnificent. Yeah. It's getting beautiful every day. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's encrusted really nicely. Yes. A lot of critters just swimming around. The fish are schooling around the different uh, structures on the racket. It, it's really really settled in uh, well as far as, like, uh, I think the marine environment. And that's really why I was put down there. It, not just for our enjoyment, but for the animals to have something to play with, too. Right, Slate? Well, it, and it also takes pressure off the natural reef. Yeah. I mean, some sixty to 70,000 dives are done on this boat a year, and it's less damage or, or less use of our natural reef and there's more fish here because they fish will be attracted to an artificial reef that big overnight we know that and that's why you have to sink it a mile from a regular natural reef yeah. because literally when that ship rolled over on on the first sinking before we had to resink it i got on it an hour later and there were schools of fish on it very nice. Yeah, and I'm sure they were as excited about the wreck as we are as divers, you think? I bet they were. grown up and had 100,000 more fish. Yeah. Now, uh, Callahan, who was the dive guide on the uh, second group of divers, uh, works for Sky, right? Is that right? That is correct. And that's Islander, what is Islander, uh, what, what, what is Sky's operation name again? Islander Girl Snorkel Tours. There we go. So you're usually snorkeling, right? You don't get to go out on the boat, but this was like a special uh, treat that she said, hey, bring out all the crew, come uh, dive the Spiegel Grove. Have you done this before? I have never dove this wreck before. Really? No. So this was new for you too? Yeah. So, so what did you think? It was awesome. There's nothing like it. Yeah, it lived up to all the hype that you've heard uh, for the last, uh, well, you've been down here at least, what, you said six months? Is that what you told me earlier? Yeah, six months, but been talking about dives down here for two and a half years, and everyone talks about this wreck being the best down here, and it lived up to it. Yeah, there you go. It, there's some cool little swim-throughs, and because the openings in the wreck, uh, you know, they're fairly safe in, in that regard. You don't get into serious penetration, but you can, like, you know, swim through, a, like, a helm or area. you guys do any of that stuff, uh, Callahan, or no? We didn't make it into the ship. We just made it around the ship and saw a whole bunch of wildlife and everything else that was to see down there. So it was a good day. And this is your like your your off day. So you're just you're not working, you're playing, right? All play, no work. There you go. All play all the time. All play all the time. Yeah, exactly. She's in the Florida Keys living large as they, they do when they're young and they can do that kind of stuff. And by the way, you want to snorkel, go with Sky's operation, Captain Slate's uh, daughter, who just had a baby. Yeah, Captain Slate's a grandfather now. That's right. Sky and Lou Addison, yep. There you go. All right. Well, look, we're just getting started covering the 20-year anniversary of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove. we got more coming up from Key Largo next. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Bula. You'll hear that a lot when you visit Fiji. It's more than a greeting. It's the spirit of this friendly country. With 333 islands, white sand beaches, and year-round tropical warmth, it's hard not to feel happy at this exceptional dive destination known as the soft coral capital of the world. Fiji Airways has a modern fleet of aircraft to take you to Fiji in style and at great prices. Contact your travel agent now or go to FijiAirways.com and plan your Fijian dive adventure. That's FijiAirways.com. 
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us in Kits, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Hey, baby, what's going down? Later, nerd. Are you lacking with the ladies? Nope. Enhance your scuba superpowers with a new scuba radio hat. Wow, nice hat. Just picked it up at scubaradio.com. Buy two scuba radio hats and get free shipping. Need a dive, buddy, sexy? Always, and I got a scuba radio hat for you, too. (sighs) New scuba radio hats are now available at scubaradio.com. So cool. Order yours today, or stay a loser. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Somewhere in the middle of the seven-mile bridge, he said, Bella, do you want to see the rest? She said, I haven't a care, Lenny, just take me there. And they drove all the way to Key West. I want to go. Hi, this is Mermaid Tony from the Florida Keys. You are listening to Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Now, here's the guy who's the reason I won't drink another Jaeger bomb. You just wake up in a room and have no idea where you are. Until the next time we meet. All right, who wants to party? Greg, the dive master. Who's known as having the silkiest, smoothest voice in the 90s. Giggity. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg, the dive master. Yes, Mermaid Tony, uh, right there. She is uh, all married off and out of the Florida Keys. But we're back in her old stomping grounds with uh, some of the key players from the industry that uh, really started diving here in the Keys. Captain Slate, we went diving with him on the Spiegel Grove this morning. It was awesome, right? Oh, it was great. Flat calm, no, no current, 80, 90 foot of viz. And all kind, you saw a nice shark. You you know what it was. I don't even know what it was. It was a Caribbean reef. Caribbean we saw reef a Caribbean shark, reef yeah. shark there uh, right after we went down, saw the new plaque that they sank uh, or attached to the Spiegel Grove in honor of the 20-year anniversary of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove. That was just a treat to be able to dive with Slate. But uh, I'm here with Frazier as well. He, the, you, you like videotape Slate all the time when he does his creature feature, right, Frazier? Always. Uh, always with him every Friday and Sunday most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Frazier oh, Nivens. Uh, check him out. Just Google him. He's like an underwater videographer extraordinaire. He does it all. And matter of fact, they, they, they just had a big thing on Fox News, and it was Frazier's footage that the uh, Florida Keys had contracted and that they aired uh, on, the, uh, on the news channel to promote 
the event that we're at uh, right now. We're at the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Well, Ed, Ed sponsored it. it. Chamber of Commerce, yeah. Dive History Museum, and plus the, the local community. Everybody yeah. wanted to celebrate the ship sinking. Yeah, there, we're about to go into a uh, presentation about the 20-year anniversary. The people there, are the, uh, you know, in the beginning, people that were actually on the Spiegel Grove when they were in the military. It's going to be quite a thing. We're going to bring you along for that ride as well. But Frazier shot a lot of the video of the Spiegel Grove for Florida Keys. He's been showing it to me on his phone, and it is spectacular stuff. You love doing this, don't you, Frazier? Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we dove the Spiegel Grove a couple of days ago, the coral growth on it, just totally amazing. Yes, it is. It's, just, it's come so far uh, from, uh, you know, upside, like a sinking, boat. sinking upside down. Well, there's, there was that issue, right? But once it got even upright, it, it still looked like a, a metal boat. Yeah, for a Slate few years. I dove it uh, her, uh, day after day Hurricane Dennis. Her, you, me, and Dennis. Tom love yep. day. Yeah, yep. went yep. out and it was upright. Yep. Yeah, and, and now it's covered with growth to boot, so the fish are digging it as well. Now, uh, when we were coming back from the uh, Spiegel Grove wreck site, you know, we were swapping stories with Captain Slate, and he brought up his son, Hunter, who's with us right now. Hunter, how you yes, doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, now, I think last time we had Hunter on uh, Scuba Radio, well, he's been on a few times, yeah. but there was one very memorable time Uh-oh. when he was like, I don't know, like six years old. Do you even remember? Six years? Just, probably not. Shoot. Not, not, with him, not with him around. I don't remember nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, he blocked it out. It was yeah. a thing that happens. It's a psychological issue, but it, it's helped him succeed in life probably as Maybe. well. Some yeah. Something like that. Is uh, yeah. we were bringing up this story that we went uh, to to lunch like he would after a day of diving with Captain Slate, and uh, Captain Slate's son was with us that day. We were doing a scuba radio show back in the day, and Hunter was tagging along. He was really liking the radio thing, and I started putting him on the air because he was just as colorful as his dad. And I asked him, I said, uh, you know, what do you think about your dad being a big member of the dive industry? Do you remember what you said, Hunter? I said I might be able to dive or something. I don't know. No, no, it was no, nothing like that. It was like. Well, yeah, my dad's a dumbass, but uh, he's... Oh, my dad's a dumbass? Oh, well, I don't know. I can say it right here, but yeah, he is that, but I mean... Oh, shoot, shoot. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. did say that back then. It was okay, a lot of yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so can, proud. My yeah, son told, exactly. told, told Greg on live radio I was a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. You and know, that, it happens. It is worse. That's what we call radio gold. <laughs> yeah. and, and so when, when we're coming back, we're, we're reminiscing about that story. And Slate goes, oh, man, you hadn't heard nothing yet. Just a few months ago, we were out hanging out in uh, in Mexico. And yeah, well, you guys uh, bonded, had a father-son bonding experience. Is that right? Well, so, yeah, yeah. We were in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I was working out there. I had a job over the summer out there. And, you know, him and my mother came out and visited me. And I was out there, you know, at a bar with them. We were drinking. I was yeah. 20 at the, at the time. And, oh, uh, okay. Now I'm, oh, but cares. that's okay in the New Mexico. Yeah, I thought it was allowed. But I walked out with a beer in my hand, and yeah. he looks at the the bar- bouncer looks at me, and says, "Boy, this ain't New Orleans. You better you better get out of here. Kick me out the bar." I walked out with an with a, with one Bud Light. You kidding me? Yeah. So I, I was I was stuck out there for for freaking thirty minutes. Mosey on this guy just walks by me. He looks at me, starts talking to me. I'm smoking a cigarette, you know, not doing nothing. Right. And. I'm talking to my buddy that I made friends with that's also got kicked out of the bar. And, okay. you know, them two, my mom and my dad, they're, they're in there hanging out. And this guy just comes over and tries to tell us that he was part of everything, man. All kinds of stuff. Like, uh, what was it? The, uh, the Desert War, Afghanistan, Afghanistan War, yeah, right. all this yeah. stuff. And then... Uh. It was great. Next thing you know, next it, thing, it elevates to a level yeah, where you guys. Oh, next thing I know, he he offers me uh, a joint, and oh. I, you know, I said, I said, oh, what you got, man? He's like thirty dollars, thirty dollars. I was like, oh, 
you know, Colorado ain't that far. I'm all right. I'm all right. He's like, and, he, and then I very nicely put my hand on his shoulder and said, no, nah, I'm all right. And he, uh, he didn't like that. So yeah. supposedly he had an empty plastic beer pitcher in his right hand, and I went back to smoking my cigarette. And the next thing I know, I get hit as hard as I could in the side of my face with this empty beer pitcher. And I look back and I said, are you kidding me? And then he, he, he kind of struck a pose there for a minute. I didn't know what he was trying to do, but it right. looked like he was tweaking. Uh-oh. And then I jumped up on him, you know, hit him a couple times. And then I looked back, and there was my dad running at the bar. Then I knew he was going to break it up, so immediately dropped my shoulder on him and put this dude through a storefront 20 by, I don't know, 15. Through a window. 20 by 20 foot glass Busted window. the window out. And nice. Bar fight. Bar fight with uh, father and son we bonding a, experience. We get in the truck after they threw us out where we got out of town. And, I said, he's 20, we got to go. And I went and grabbed his mother in the bar. And she goes, your son's a d- kid, I'm having fun. I said, no, you can't I, say that. Okay. That's I said, okay. So I grabbed her oh, and him. Sure. And got, Hit that dump bucket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's that dump bucket. So yeah. anyway, I grabbed the two of them, and the whole bar walked us to the car to get us out of town. That guy doesn't have his empty beer pitcher no more. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. All right. Right. Oh, you Let's see, that. you know, the yeah, more things change, more time changes and passes, the more things stay the same. So yeah, Slate and Son are... The car, I say great bonding, man. Great yes, bonding. exactly. Or Father and... Yeah, you see? A chip off the old dive master or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. But you're following in his fin kicks. You're working yeah, boats yeah. and everything. I'm trying it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting in them fins. Yeah. I'm fitting them. There you go. All right. Well, that's yeah. good to hear. I mean, he, there you he go. Kept, he, he's being uh, uh, modest. Modest. He yeah. can run his backcountry boat fishing. Oh, I saw the picture today. You guys, you guys. Yeah, uh, we went out. We went out to a little place called Aerojet right off the stretch. It was a great spot. You know, we had some fun. You know, anything been in the rod. It, it's awesome. But uh, hopefully, here soon, I'll get my insurance and my guide permit, and I can start fishing backcountry. So that's all there I really want to be doing. Look, he's working in the Florida Keys. You know, Life is Florida good Keys. for a hunter. Hunter Slate there, the chip off the old block from the captain himself. All right, we got more coming up from Key Largo and the 20-year anniversary of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master in Key Largo for the 20-year anniversary of the sinking of the Spiegel Grove. We're getting ready to go into a, uh, a panel discussion from some people that actually worked on the boat in the military uh, before they sank it and brought it here to Key Largo. Stephen Frink is going to be the moderator for this event. It's going to be pretty cool, and uh, maybe we'll even talk to him as well. A lot of people from the dive industry here, Lad Atkins from the Frost Aquarium, and of course we have our crew. We got CJ, we got Jerry the Diver Guy, we got uh, Brittany the Aqua Gypsy back with us now, as well as Captain Waldemar Martin. Hey, hey, 
Hey, Mal, hey. how are you, buddy? Good, and even Mr. Gomez is here tonight. Oh, look out. <laughs> Gomez is here already. Uh-oh. It's early in the... I can't believe that. Are you uh, his designated uh, driver, Brittany, or no? Uh, I think I'm the designated drinker tonight, but ah. that's okay. That's okay. Now, Aqua Gypsy is uh, going to overlook Gomez then. That's right, yeah. We're Overseed. back from the West Coast. Wrangle. Yeah, we're... Uh, we're just rounding them up. Yeah, but you're down here. You want to do some diving, right? You missed our Spiegel Grove dive, and I know you're feeling a little blue about that, aren't you? I am. I'm very, very envious. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm green with envy. Because ah, there you go, of I course. I heard about the shark. Yes, we saw a shark. She had to work today. Don't ever say that four-letter word on our show, Walt. You're not allowed to do that. Or was that Gomez? That was Gomez uh, cursing on Scuba Radio. You can't do that. But uh, regardless, uh, we may be able to get some more diving in, and that's what you want to do fresh from the Scuba Show, right? Exactly. I mean, all we talked about at the Scuba Show was diving. And I can't wait. Time to to put the talk into action, right? That's correct, yeah. We got to get going, and we got to get down there, because it's been a while, and I cannot wait wait to dive on the Spiegel Grove again. I, I haven't done it in maybe two years' time, and I'm excited to get down there and visit Snoopy again. All right. Well, we're going to find out what Snoopy is. I don't even know what she's talking about. We'll find out together a little bit later on today on the big show here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. The Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. Considered the cleverest of all sharks. Unlike the great white, which tends to inhabit the waters of harbors and recreational beach areas, the land shark may strike at any time, any place. It is capable of disguising its voice and generally attacks young single women. Expert at the University of Miami's Oceanographic Institute suggests that the best way to scare off the shark in the event of an attack is to hit or punch the predator in the nose. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg, the Dive Master. Okay, so they just gave a big presentation about the 20-year anniversary of the Spiegel Grove. And uh, one of the uh, uh, folks on stage that was uh, reminiscing about what happened 20 years ago today was Stephen Frink from Alert Diver Magazine, uh, underwater photographer extraordinaire. Everybody knows who Stephen Frink is. As a matter of fact, me and Stephen were spending time out on the West Coast last week. I saw him. We waved. We didn't really get to talk at the scuba show, but here we are all the way across the country talking about the Spiegel Grove. Uh, good to see you, Stephen. How you doing? Well, thank you, Greg. We appreciate you being here tonight. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. I learned a lot about the Spiegel Grove. I knew, you know, what had happened, obviously, when the... Uh, when the boat sank, and uh, but hearing all the background and all the time and effort that went into making this happen for the community here in the Keys, especially Key Largo and yourself, and you were there to help document this whole thing, right? I was there. Actually, I was there as a documentarian, but I was also actually the, the, the person who was kind of charged with the the accounting and the bankroll of, of the thing so you know it cost a lot of money it cost a lot of money uh turned out it was money well spent um but yeah it it, it was an expensive project 
it was very interesting when it sank upside down. And oh, tell me about it. Well, I mean, first of all, it was you know we're we're all pretty upset about that. But it, 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 technically, in the, in the biz, it was co- uh, considered a Charlie Foxtrot, I believe. Is that the proper nautical term? Yeah, that that that's fair enough. But the point was, so we had a, a million dollars from the Tourist Development Council that was payable when we had a shipwreck. So we had to we had bank loans. Uh, all the money was fronted to do the cleaning and the towing and, and everything, and we'd spent all the money. So the Coast Guard was very clear. They said, you do not have a shipwreck. What you have is a hazard navigation. So we weren't getting the money from the TDC until we had the ship on the bottom. Even at the time, 20 years ago, we're talking thousands of dollars. I mean, upwards of a million dollars were on the line at the time. Am I, am I right? It was a million dollars on yeah. the line. I mean, it, it wasn't hyperbole. And we had... We had to come up with another 250000 then. That was the budget from uh, the Resolve Marine Group to, to get it on the bottom some way. You know, we, we didn't want it upside down. That would be, like, worthless. And we didn't want it for the Coast Guard to do what they wanted to do, which was blow it up. So we had to get it on the bottom, and eventually we got it on the bottom on its side. Uh, and it cost all of $250,000 to do that. Yeah, I remember weeks at a time, you know, we were doing scuba radio. It was early in our uh, development. Well, I think we were about three or four years into doing scuba radio. And uh, and I had followed some of the process of what was going on. And when I heard that it went down or went turtle, as they said, I was like, oh, no, I was feeling uh, for you. Because this was a big thing for the dive industry, uh, not just the Florida Keys. And then to hear that it didn't go as planned. And we're like, oh no, what is, what is going to happen? And and then there were like, I don't know how long it took uh, for a Resolve group to get it turtled. It, that took several days or a week or two, didn't it? I believe it was like three weeks because yeah. they had to, they deployed large lift bags and they had to fill those up. And, and as they said on the stage tonight, you know, they had, there were, um, OSHA considerations for Marine Resolve Group, and so our local dive community, you know, they could dive deeper and stay longer with nitrox, which they couldn't do from the Marine Salvage Group. So, you know, there was a lot of work to be done um, to, you know, now the boat was was upside down and they had to think about what it was going to be like when it was right 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 side up hopefully or even on its side so it changed it changed the way people would enter the boat it changed there's just so many things that had to be considered and then they had to do all that work to combine the lift bags with the with the tow boats to eventually get her on her side I mean, the plan was changing or we were it was trickling oh, it out every day they weren't sure how this thing was going to go down finally like you said it ended up on its side stayed that way for three years and once they got it down we're like okay well let's go down and dive it i dove it on its side it was a great wreck it was a little different but when it actually uprighted three years later after hurricane dennis it was phenomenal news and and it just took over the world but I, looking back at it, at what point did you think about the Spiegel Grove and go, okay, we got a home run here because we got all this extra publicity because of this Charlie Foxtrot event. And, and then all of a sudden it uprighted three years later and uh, we got all this publicity beyond belief. And I mean, worldwide stuff. I mean, everybody knows about the Spiegel Grove if you've been diving anywhere. Well, it was it was clearly a big public relations bonanza, but you know, at the time, Andy Newman from the PR agency, he was concerned with that. Yeah, but we I were imagine. we we were concerned with getting it on the bottom, and I mean, we were so over it by then. The fact that the world knew about it was a bonus, but in retrospect, it was a big home run. And when it turned upright, all the better. 
But um, I don't know. That was that was the last one I'll ever do. Yeah, sure. right. Andy Newman. I here can't he believe is. it. You can walk and talk at the same time. Yeah, barely. Barely. Okay. Twenty five years. I've learned to do just a little bit of something. Yeah, hey, but don't throw chewing gum great into to the see mix. You. I'll tell you what. Okay, you're a working man. You're in California for that show. You fly from California to Key Largo, and now you're sitting here. You're celebrating the history of the Spiegel Grove. Well, I'm following the fin kicks of Stephen Frank because he was out hey, there at the scuba hey, show absolutely. too. You know. He was. Yeah. He absolutely was. Yeah. yeah. Andy Newman, PR guy for the Florida Keys. He was, uh, you know, instrumental. And I asked this to Stephen, but really, you're the one to ask about this, Andy. At what point did you realize that, hey, this Spiegel Grove thing actually is going to work for us instead of the PR nightmare it initially started out to be? How long did it take? What What day did you realize? I, I, I realized it that night. Really? Okay. It was yeah, that quick? Yeah, it was that, well, I mean, number one concern you have, okay, I had was how do you explain it if somebody got hurt or worse, lost your life? Sure. Okay, so that's the thing. Once I found out that, that everybody was okay, I told the story about walking into the emergency chamber of commerce meeting that night, the evening after, and when Jim Lupino, the VP of the, of the chamber board, jumps up, sees me, runs to me, shakes my shoulders, and says, we got a PR opportunity. This is going to be incredible. And he was absolutely correct. And that's when I said, yeah, yeah, I'm laughing. You're right, you're right, you're right. But, you know, the one thing I wanted to say to you tonight that I forgot, especially in 2005 when Hurricane Dennis turned that ship over and upright. Right. It's the only time a hurricane has ever given a million-dollar-plus gift to a destination. Oh, I love it. Okay. See, that's okay. a true I PR mean, guy right I mean, there. He I, mean, I mean, you're always hearing about hurricane damage and devastation and destruction. This was a gift. Yes. An absolute gift. But Thank you, Hurricane Dennis. Thank you, Hurricane Dennis. But the whole thing was just amazing, thinking yeah. about it. Now, 20 years later, it, it, was, it really was the gift that couldn't stop giving... And I've never really worked on a story where media just, they couldn't get enough of it for three weeks, three to four weeks or so. Right, but um, I, I don't know if they uh, bought into your uh, campaign within a day. You well, had to sell no, that no, aspect no, no, of it, no, didn't no, it? No, 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 yeah. they didn't. But after we got through the whole tragedy and the whole risk and the potential for people dying, yeah. they finally figured out that this was one hell of a story. Even on its side, it was a great dive. And three years later, it's yes. like, oh my gosh, bonus. Well, and I, and I think, you know, the real cool thing is to see that video from 20 years ago and that sure. we had it. And, and the really cool thing about today's technology is that I was able to take that video, which was very much standard definition, 4x3, and go through a software package that's produced by California-based Topaz Laboratories, res it up, sharpen it up. It looks better than the original now. And just to be able to have that and see that, it's just priceless. Uh, no we'll doubt. Have it for future generations. Well, I was going to say, is it up on the Spiegel Grove website, um, or you're working on that? Not yet, but we will put it up on our Spiegel Grove website at fla-keys.com within the next two days. Oh, talking about things, yeah. we have a contest, the Florida Keys Tourism Council launching a contest today where the lucky winner is going to win a trip to Key Largo, then dive the Spiegel Grove, and also dinner for two at the Fish House Restaurant, $100 gift certificate, plus, plus two. 
two Spiegel Grove cocktails. You were talking about this earlier. There's a Spiegel Grove cocktail at the Fish House. Uh-huh. You, were, you actually did a PR thing or a you know what? Uh, press thing to tell people today, how to make them? I did a Facebook Live on the Florida Keys and Key West uh, Facebook page. Yeah. It's still posted up there. Right. I have our mixologist over there at Fish House make one, and she explains how to make them. The main ingredient is alcohol, there's is my se- guess. No, there's several different alcohols. Okay, all right, good. More and merrier. different flavors. It is made in a special martini glass. It is aqua in color, and there's two upside-down ice cubes in it, too. Love it. That makes okay. sense. Two things that are very important about this. Number one, it is very good. Number two, it is extremely potent. It'll get you there quicker. Just go to the Keys website. It's flakeys.com. I'm going to turn you over to Lad here. Hey, we got Lad Atkins next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving as we celebrate 20 years. The sinking of the Spiegel Grove on Scuba Radio. Stay close. Scuba Radio. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. It's better in the Bahamas. Want proof? Book Bahama Dive Week in Nassau June 11th through the 18th. Caradonna Dive Adventures is your connection for this six-night stay at the all-inclusive Breezes Bahamas, where you'll enjoy excellent prices on accommodations and four days of two-tank boat dives with world-renowned Stuart Cove's Dive Bahamas. Call Caradonna Dive Adventures to book your Bahamas Dive Week in Nassau June 11th through 18th now at 1-800-328-2288 or go to caradonna.com. That's caradonna.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board, with you or not. I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's Explorer ExploreVentures.com Prepare to rig for dive! Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Dive, dive, dive. And time now for our final 30, an underwater art museum. Divers installing a dozen pictures on an artificial reef 90 feet below the Keys in Florida. Let's take a dive, torpedo girl, and feel alive. Come on, get 
This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We are celebrating 20 years of the sinking of Spiegel Grove in Key Largo, Florida. Lisa from the History of Diving Museum is going to talk with us, but I got Lad Atkins from the Frost Aquarium uh, to talk to, too, because uh, Lad was instrumental not only in the sinking. We learned, uh, some, well, I don't know if everybody did, but I sure did. I didn't know Lad had uh, inadvertently christened the uh, Spiegel Grove wreck. Explain that story. Well, Greg, I didn't actually remember this until tonight, talking to Jim Lapino who was uh, with the Chamber of Commerce, and Jim went down with the champagne bottle to open the Spiegel Grove for dive business, and he was having a devil of a time. Breaking, breaking the glass, the, breaking the champagne yeah, bottle right. on the on You're the rack. underwater, it doesn't do the same as it does on land. And I was Jim's dive buddy, and he had whacked it a good five or six times and looked at me. So I took the thing, and uh, I don't know what One I did. Whack but and psh- Maybe I'm just more experienced at opening bottles than Jim. And and you see the expression on his face, like, oh, my God, I'm a weakling. I can't believe it. No, (laughs) no, no. It was good. It was a good teamwork, and and it was really fun to be part of that. And so There you go. So Lad Atkins from the Frost Aquarium now, uh, he he is responsible for christening the underwater shipwreck of the Spiegel Grove. There you go. Uh, Along with his buddy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll give you that much. Now, uh, the other thing uh, that you were in, involved with is monitoring the fish life, both before the wreck actually sank in its site where it re- resides today and uh, after the shipwreck you know, was there a few years, uh, seeing how the fish uh, you know, were acclimated to it and how they were drawn to the wreck. And it was very successful in that regard, right? Yeah, well, Key Largo is known, uh, and the Florida Keys in general, are known as uh, a fish haven. I mean, we have better fish life here than the majority of the Caribbean. It's stellar for that. But an age-old question has been, when you put an artificial reef down, does it actually move fish away from the natural reef to colonize that artificial reef? Uh, or do fish you know, settle out of their natural uh, planktonic stage and, and create habitat where there was none before? So this study was designed to look at that question. We looked at the Spiegel Grove and seven adjacent reef areas, and what we found is it does a little of both. Some fish do move away from the natural reef to colonize the wreck. Right. But, but we also have fish recruiting onto that wreck as juveniles and growing up. And uh, the, the great thing was the fish that moved away from the natural reef, they weren't they weren't enough in numbers to actually decrease the abundance on the natural reef. Okay, so, well, that's good. Uh, some fish moved out away from the natural reef, but not, not noticeable enough. But it, the wreck certainly did create a haven where there was none before. Yeah. We surveyed that site before the wreck went down, and I think we saw two fish, a barracuda and a mutton snapper, and that was it. And within a month of it being on the bottom, we documented over 40 species of fish. And within the first five years, 191 species. So. Now, have you been out on it recently? Oh, yeah, of course. It's, a, it's an incredible dive site now. And one of the great things about it are some of the big fish that are on it. Goliath grouper are a very frequent sighting right. on that wreck. Big barracuda, permit. Yeah, we saw some big barracuda. I was diamond with slate there on the Spiegel Grove this morning. I saw some big schools of fish. We saw the barracuda. We didn't see the Goliath grouper. We saw a reef shark uh, cruising around on top and it uh, had a, you know, just incredible conditions. But I was really impressed with 
the encrustations all over the wreck. I mean, it is really just a flowering type of uh, vessel now. Yeah, certainly. And if you look at the at the Coast Guard cutters, the Bib and the Duane, which have been down much longer, you have an idea of where the Spiegel Grove is going in that colonization. It is going to end up being completely covered by marine life and of course that attracts fish lad it's always a pleasure to see you are you going to join us for one of these spiegel grove uh, drinks you had one before by the way no i haven't had one before and i think i am going to join okay we may have to do that lisa from the history of diving museum is over here chatting with slate and uh and she was responsible for bringing together a lot of these people today and she was on fox news i saw you i saw your video on fox news today promoting the 20-year anniversary going hurting cats is (laughs) same thing yeah yeah it's pretty pretty similar so uh, do you feel good about this whole thing happening for the community or what I am very happy with the turnout that we had. It was marvelous to see everybody. But not only was it for our community, we had retired military who served on the Spiegel who came down from Charleston. I love what that guy said. He, he came out at the end and he said, hey, look, I, I was uh, like the head mechanic on the Spiegel Grove uh, back in the day. And, and you guys have spent the last two, uh, two hours talking about oh how God. you sank the Spiegel Grove. My entire career was spent trying to keep it afloat. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Robert That's right. Knight. What yeah. a nice yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, so. But documenting this kind of thing is what you do at the History of Diving Museum, right? It's exactly. You know, you've got divers who spend days on the Spiegel Grove. Well, I'll tell you, if, if I wouldn't have come to the presentation tonight and seen all this, and, and I thought I was fairly well-versed in the Spiegel Grove, I knew nothing. If you go to the History of Diving Museum, you go guys have a thing popping up pretty soon uh, just about this right actually we have it we took it down this afternoon to bring to the oh, event okay. tonight right. and tomorrow it's going to be back up in well the we will have to visit will, yeah. will you have our scuba radio crew if we head over there in a little oh, bit oh absolutely would love to show you and tomorrow we're opening our sponge hunters exhibit well hey i think there's another reason to go divingmuseum.org uh, check it out we might visit it in an hour two with the world's first radio show devoted to diving you never know after your surface interval come to the history of diving museum that sounds good stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving you can hear it on scuba radio the world's first scuba diving show from captain ron to jock gusto they all know scuba radio on the boat or down below if you want to stay in the know if you be pressurized there you'll want to be there on scuba radio Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. <laughs>